Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And yeah, I read it on the internet. Oh, sounds to me like we might have a new entry in our now legendary long-running segment yeah. two time, on the Two program. times is legendary, right? When you do something once, it's yeah. kind of a, a test. And then second time, boom, legendary status. Yeah, I mean, uh, so for folks who weren't listening before, or last week on the program, I would say, uh, we introduced a new segment called I Read It on Social Media. Now, Jordan has changed the name of that segment to I Read It on the Internet, which... It, <laughs> Admittedly, it's kind of a lateral better. move. Yeah, sort of a lateral <laughs> move. You know. I read. Uh, I wasn't a, aggressive, by the way, Jesse. I wasn't trying to like you know punch you up or anything. No. I just remembered it differently. I read a submission. I read a. I read a request for legal help from a harpist who was not being allowed to use his building's escal uh, elevator, not escalator. You'd hate to have somebody get on an escalator with a harp. That's danger. Sure, right. Get those uh, strings caught in the caught in the spikes. Yeah, you're never getting that harp back, Jordan. You're you're now gonna read something else that you found on the internet. Uh, yes, I'm gonna recall it. I don't have it in front of me. Would okay, it have been great. better to actually have it in front of me? Yeah. No. Am I gonna this do isn't something a show, about it, people? Fuck no. Yeah, we're not making a show. I'd have to get out my phone, and that would cause me to, let's just say. Not be as present as I'd like to be, Jesse. You know me. I love to be present in the it's moment. It's 2024. You're working on being more present. Exactly. I'm not going to be, you know, constantly, you know, hypnotized by Jeff Bezos's little dopamine yeah. prison. You know me. Yeah. All I do is stare at my Alexa. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm working on being more present now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is what I saw on the internet. Um, yeah. That I that I think it, it's depending on how you look at it is either terrifying or heartwarming. You Great. may be the judge. Uh, this was a uh, Valentine's Day post by uh, from the from the folks at DC Comics, and I just love it when brands celebrate holidays. Nobody celebrates a holiday like a brand. I think we can all agree. I mean, I think. I hardly know what to do on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Right. Unless Snickers tells me. Sure. (laughs) SpaghettiOs honors our veterans, so why shouldn't we? Exactly. The SpaghettiOs O is thinking of our veterans. Uh, This is a Valentine's Day post from uh, DC Comics, and it was a... Yes. Do you think think on on Veterans Day, M&M's honor the service of uh, the sexy lady Eminem that they killed. <laughs> Did she die in battle? Didn't they get rid of an Eminem? I think, I think they, they just changed her shoes. Oh, okay. They, and then maybe changed them back? I don't know. Maybe I, they honor I, I have the shoes? answer to this. Uh, Matt, Thanks, yes, Matt. yeah, this thank our you. Producer, Matt. You're, yeah, you're, online. you're You're pretty online, right? I'm very online, uh, yeah. and I also uh, very much enjoy Eminem's. Uh, they made her less hot. Okay. okay. So and to Jesse, be... that's as good as being killed. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys know me. She used to be super hot um, and kind of like sultry, like sexy, kind of just like, right. ooh, you know, like yeah. you're at a bar, right? And you see oh, yeah. like a hot ooh. M&M. Right. right. But wow. now. <laughs> at a bar. You know. Um, or a club, Jordan. Or a club. Wherever sure. you find sexy M&Ms, that's where yeah. you would find the green M&M. And yep. then um, the powers that be. Decided to make her less hot, so now okay. I don't even want to f- fuck this new Eminem. Yeah, can I can I say one thing before we get back to what you read on sure. the internet from yeah, Brand Jordan? It's fine. Again, this is all lateral moves. <laughs> you know, uh, bratty super rapper Eminem from the movie Eight Mile. I do. This is the uh, man behind the song about Venom that plays over the credits of Venom. <laughs> yeah, some of his best work. At some point, this guy, a, a wordsmith, one of the great wordsmiths of popular music, mm-hmm. sat down and thought to himself, what should I name myself? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, 
I don't melt in your hand, I guess is what he said. I don't know. How did he end up naming himself Eminem? <laughs> what is stupid. Oh, Matt, his name is Marshall that's Mathers. That's so that's, dumb. Yes. His name is Marshall Mathers, which is Matt, too- if your name was uh-huh. Starbu- Starburst Jones, would your rap name be Starburst? I don't think <laughs> it, so. It would be SJ. Okay. For Ste- like Stephen Jenkins. Got it. Lead singer of Third Eye Blind. So yeah, he was Marshall Mathers and he decided to be right. Eminem, but he spells it uh, with an E. Right. I know a lot about M&Ms, guys. Okay, yeah. but I want to get back to this thing. Yeah. Okay, uh, you, you this is about, which is about as interesting as this that we're talking about. I should say. I'm not. You know, yeah. I don't want to set the. I don't want to set expectations too high. Matt, uh, there are a lot of M&M flavors these days. Uh, too many, if you ask me. Uh, do you have a favorite classic M&M peanut pretzel? I'm allergic to peanuts. Oh, so it wouldn't be peanut or peanut butter, probably, right? No, no. Uh, I like a classic uh, yeah. M&M, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just straight chocolate. And uh, the red color is my favorite flavor. Right. And of course, the green one, back flavor. when it had the big tits, am back I right? Before the woke police. Yeah, before the communists came. Thank you. Um, actually, sorry, this post that I uh, wanted to mention does concern the woke police. So great. Just keep that. Let's hear it, Jordan. Keep that in your brain. Um, DC Comics celebrating Valentine's Day with a little slideshow of some of the famous couples from their universe. You All know, right. looking in love. So, of course, you got, you know, Superman and Lois, Batman and Catwoman. They're on again, off again. Uh, but, you know, you had also had, uh, you know, some some same sex couples that have uh, kind of come into their continuity a little more recently. Uh, Harley and Ivy, Apollo and Midnighter. You guys know all these uh, famous DC Comics couples. No, you don't, have, you don't have to explain who those people are. Of course I know who Knight Rider is. That's right. Um, Knight Rider and Kit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a man A man can fuck a car in 2024. <laughs> it's not just for dragons anymore, Jordan. No, yes. <laughs> Men too. <laughs> Men too can fuck cars. Um, so yeah, so we have this slideshow of couples and pretty, pretty you know, innocuous happy valentine's day from you know your favorite couples of dc comics so i'm uh i'm enjoying this slideshow uh you got some beautiful art in there um and then i just i i made the mistake of looking down at the comments and the number one comment is someone with an anime avatar uh complaining about uh the fact that there are are same-sex couples in this slideshow it's the it's the um the doing of the woke police pushing an agenda yeah, this person is more of a dream police guy. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. Um, who's your favorite police, woke or dream? <laughs> How about this? Woke police live at Budokan. Is that anything? Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I, you know, just to, to be fair and, and something that was a little bit heartening is this, it's this, you know, the reason this comment had made it to the top was because people were like uh, roasting this piece of shit underneath yeah. his comment. Um, Jordan, I've got dogs in my house, Mm -hmm. including a relatively young one who isn't perfectly potty trained. Mm -hmm. So I know if you find a piece of shit, roast it, baby. You got to roast it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that's the first comment on this slideshow. It's someone complaining about the agenda of the woke police. Then you have kind of underneath that you have, you know, the people, people clapping back. Second most popular comment on this slideshow uh, all caps. I'm going to read it as I heard it in my mind. Great. Make Batman kiss the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> they have that power, Jordan. Make, you can draw anyone doing anything. It is within their reach. Yes. Make Batman. It was just in no punctuation. All caps. And that was it was almost as discussed as this thing about the woke police. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think if we made hats, we could get Trump to wear one? Could say make Batman kiss the Joker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. I think if it was in his signature colors. He wouldn't notice, right? You just hand yeah, it to him. I'm not saying not, we would be like, not do you a, think? That guy's not reading hats. He doesn't have time. He's got deals no. to make. Exactly. This guy's make got Batman deals to kiss make. the Joker. God damn it, the sexual tension has been has been bubbling since 1940 or something. Make yeah. them kiss. Make him. Which Joker would you most like to kiss, Jordan? Oh, God. I mean, I would say Cesar Romero because he's got that little mustache. I know. That's exactly what the I was thinking. little mustache. 
a hundred percent what I was thinking. Um, but you know, you know, you know, you know, Leto's gonna try and stick a finger in you while you're doing it, right? He's twisted. He's oh yeah, sure. (laughs) If you clear it, clear it ahead of time. Yeah, he's twisted. Yeah, this guy's twisted. Yeah. So you know, I guess I guess Romero Leto sandwich is my answer. What about what about Puffy Nicholson? You don't want to kiss Puffy Nicholson? Uh, I think it's. I think I'm fine with just being friends with Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I don't want to like take it to the next level with Jack. Going to go to the Lakers game. Yeah, sit courtside at the Lakers. You know, that's that's. I don't want to. I don't want to go any further than that. I don't see him. I don't see him in that way. I want to kiss right. Danny DeVito Penguin. Oh, Matt, that's a good answer. First of all, we didn't invite you back on the program. I know, but it just this is a conversation that once again is in my wheelhouse. Right. Second of all, okay. Do you want to introduce our guests and see what Batman villain she'd like to kiss? Yeah. Uh, our guest on the program is uh, an actor, a celebrated actor. She is one of she is the host of uh, Max Fun's own podcast, The JV Club. Janet Varney. Hi Janet. Totally not present right now. Just not present at all. Please be good. Living inside out. the fantasy of making out with poison ivy. Oh, Uma yeah. Thurman version. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. That's a good that's a good version. That's all I remember from that movie. And I don't think I'm missing anything. So here's the You're thing missing about-, about twelve ice puns <laughs> from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Here's right. the thing about that movie. Ice to see you chill out, etc. Yes, Jesse, go ahead. I had never seen that movie. The movie Batman and Robin. Directed by Joel Schumacher. But I had read our friend Glenn Weldon's book about Batman, mm-hmm. which book. is a, a great book, really great book. Lots of insights, particularly about the sort of history and nature of fan culture in that book. And, you know, Glenn is a big supporter of the Batman that lives between fun and camp. Right, sure. like uh, he's a he's a big lover of a 1950s Batman comic book, a 1960s Batman television program. He's also a defender of Batman and Robin. Given that, you know, I think it it is fair to say that, um, you know, people were the 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 young men that were new to the internet when that movie came out really were deeply invested in protecting their masculinity by defending themselves against nipples on Superman's mm. on superhero suits and the idea of camp in general. You forget so about the I, formed butts on those suits. People talk about the nipples. They don't people forget about the <laughs> the, the formed butts with and cracks. Not, with not, cracks. Not just formed butts, but like <laughs> full on like the intro <sighs> The intro of the film has like a hero shot of the butts. Yeah, that just focuses on the butts. It's not like it. It it's not like it lingers on the butts. It's a butt shot that's just butt Good, right great. there up top of the movie. Like this is a butt movie. Great, great. There's room for that in the bat verse. Okay. Yeah. There's room so, for the movie that's all about the formed butts and the nipples. My, sure. My daughter Grace. We had watched Batman Returns which is, uh, you know, falls, falls squarely between the um, people who think it's bad and the people who think actually it's good. Love it. Uh, it's got some, got some good stuff in it. You're a, fan of, you're a fan of Forever, Janet? No, Returns. Oh, Returns, okay. Yeah. Little, oh, right, little, okay, sorry. I'm, this yeah. is, okay, Returns, this is featuring Catwoman, the Penguin, Mich- Christopher Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. It's a big, too big of a pile of stuff. It doesn't really hang together, but there's some, there's some neat stuff in there. Like uh, it's the only one with Pee Wee Herman, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. I believe that's right. So we had watched that, and my daughter is obsessed with watching the worst thing. And so she had heard about Batman and Robin, and she was obsessed with watching Batman and Robin. And I volunteered to watch it for her, with her because I had read Glenn's book, and I was ready to to reappraise it. I never saw it in theaters. I was ready to reappraise it. And just appraise it then, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
appraise it relative to these expectations that have been developed over the years. Both mm -hmm. the early, this is a horrible movie expectations, and then the actually, this is an interesting and fun movie expectations that sure. Glenn's book. The showgirls uh, effect you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. I'd say we watched about 25 or 30 minutes of this movie. Uh-oh. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen a worse movie. Like the <laughs> amount of horrible, that, like it, it f so far outstripped my 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 previous. <laughs> like my I when everyone all anyone could talk about was how bad it was. That idea in my mind of how good it would be was far outstripped by how bad. Jesse, I think Mr. Freeze would say you need to chill out. I know. It was, well, one thing is, it, I've watched probably four or five Arnold Schwarzenegger movies since I've been an adult, you know, like in the past 20 years mm -hmm. rather than the preceding 20 years. And it's really amazing how bad at acting Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> is. Oh, you haven't seen a Van Damme movie lately. <laughs> 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 Schwarzenegger Hold my can, beer, he says. Can barely say the words mm. <laughs> in the right or it is yeah. It it is uh it 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 was worse than I ever could have imagined, Batman and Robin. But I you know what I did like? I liked the butt part. See? Like the butt form, part like I was like, butt. this is fun. I like this. The when they showed the when they zoomed in on the butt in the very opening of the movie, I'm like, "Wow, this is going to be one of those fun butt movies." Right. You like bat butts, and you cannot lie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you know, you know what sounds like a Batman villain, Jesse, hmm. the haunted hot tub, <laughs> which is. Something, is that where Janet Varney is which right is now? something Janet Varney casually mentioned before we started recording. Uh, do you have a haunted hot hot tub, Janet? I mean, it 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 was haunted for me. It was haunted by Black Widows, and oh. <laughs> because that because their right. existence the inside of, of the it, insect yes, kingdom. continues to haunt me. Um, I would say when I have, I would say like I I. I Maybe once every four months, I have a nightmare about Black Widows. It just comes up for me a lot. Um, and so, yeah, I was not sorry to see. Because there was a time in which the, the hot tub got used. And then it was very expensive uh, in many ways to just pump hot water all the time. When right. it's, it, That's just one of those things. So this was there know. like when you moved in? Yeah, there was it was there when tub. I moved in. Mm-hmm. Okay. And at some point, um, you know, I think I just like stopped paying attention to it because I was like, I, it's just, I don't know. I don't know how people, I mean, I understand. I'm, I'm a grown up. I understand now that people invest money in having pools in Los Angeles and having hot tubs. And that, that feels still like a luxury to me that as a kid who grew up without a pool, I just, it, to me, it's like, it wow, beyond, how much is it? Yeah. Like that's, that's only for wildly wealthy people, which is not accurate, but this is one of those kid things I held on to. Um, I think Janet, that a hot tub is a former poor person trap in that if you grew up without means, if there was a hot tub there, and I'm projecting here cause I've never had a hot tub. I'm not that kind of guy. Yeah. But you don't the like to, you don't like to relax. You can't just keep the hot tub hot or right. you're a monster. Right. That's yeah, exactly. Like, because you have to keep stuffing money into the little firebox to yes. keep the water hot. Yes. But then if you just turn on the hot tub when you want to use the hot tub, you have to do it like 4 hours ahead exactly. of time. Exactly. Exactly. It's supposed to be it feels like it's supposed to be a thing that you can just like decide you're in the mood for. And that's right. what's cool about having it is like, and then I just, I don't know, I just slipped into the hot tub. I had 15 extra minutes or whatever. And it's true. It's a, it, something about making an appointment to relax. Um, yeah. Well, I, and like assuming you know, assuming that your house party is going to uh, turn into a key party. Sure, you know? sure. I mean, you, you don't want to yeah, like, because things don't go that hoping. direction. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'll tell you this. Uh, a few months ago. I was on tour in Atlanta, Georgia with the great John Hodgman. Mm -hmm. And he and I spent a couple of nights in 
Stuff You Should Know host Chuck Bryant's pool house. Yeah, I've been to that pool house. It's a it's a wonderful pool house. It's got a hot tub. Yeah. And, and yeah. now my point here is that Chuck Bryant is a monster and just kept that pool kept that hot tub hot. <laughs> and don't think that John Hodgman and I didn't relax and bro down in that hot tub. Yeah. And it was wonderful. And yeah. I just thought Oh, the American Southeast! <laughs> what a what a dream it is to live this lifestyle. <laughs> Janet, did you did it? Was it filled with black widows when you moved in, or was that something that happened because it you weren't it using was, it? It was my neglect, and um, but I think that might have been that was an early lesson for me that there were black widows here because I grew up around them in Tucson, Arizona. Um, was made to be very afraid of them as a kid. And uh, and so that's really stayed that, with me. Janet, and I had that's yeah. good parent. That's good parenting. I know, on just the good part parenting. Of your parents. That's good. Keep the kids away from drugs. Yes. Uh, pyramid schemes. Black widows. Absolutely. Unfortunately, I was not that. Those first two lessons were not bestowed on me, so I lost a tremendous <laughs> amount of money. You got you got fucked up and bought a bunch of uh, leggings that are now in your garage. Oh God, they're so soft. They're so buttery soft, though. <laughs> the only thing my parents taught me about survival in the outdoors was leaves of three. That there's a bee. Mm. Wait, that's, what? Uh, <laughs> confusing. Yeah. And I'm a Poison Ivy fan, so mm-hmm. as we've established. So <laughs> oh, sure, I know yes. <laughs> there's something missing from that lesson. Leaves um, of three, come see me, you say. <laughs> <laughs> so, Janet, a you... a better version of that, probably. When you, moved, when you moved in, there were no Black Widows, and it was then a, the it Black was a Widows developed? bubbling hot tub uh, when I moved in, and then over time, I think I just let the water evaporate. And then the widows moved in and it was a wonderful, thriving community. I mean, that's that's what you want. You want darkness. (laughs) You want it to be nice and moist and a little bit warm. I mean, that is if I were if I'd wanted to go into the Black Widow business, I would have been very, very happy with the results of just letting warm, dark air (laughs) exist (laughs) in, as it were, a vacuum. Um, And yeah, so they they were doing great. Uh, And then at some point, I mean, at some point before I got rid of it, I did end up refilling it. So I'm I the thing that I've blacked out and is And you drowned a beautiful, thriving community I mean, of black I, widows. I doubt that I just said, you know what, let's just <laughs> fill her back up. Yeah. <laughs> that problem will take care of itself. I'll hop in and there will just be boiled widow carcasses floating mm-hmm. all around me. I can't imagine that's what happened. Does water feel a little poisony to anybody else? <laughs> just the just the poison. It'd be amazing if that's what unlocked like a youth serum. Like Oh my oh. God! You don't know if you get into a boiled widow hot tub, you're right. gonna stay beautiful looking for years to come. <laughs> Janet, you look radiant. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Have yes, you been soaking in boiled widow. What, what you want to do is you want to evenly distribute the venom right. after yes. you've unconcentrated it by soaking it in water, mm-hmm. and when yes. you let it evenly distribute with a little bit of water to 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 soften that sting a little bit. It does wonderful things for your muscles, opposed to when you just get bit by one and everything yeah. cramps up and you have to go to the hospital and stuff. Uh, Janet, I just got a text from Gwyneth Paltrow. You're the new CEO of Goop. Oh, my God. Ah, yeah, so congratulations. Cool. Oh, so my cool for God. You. I've been so waiting cool for, for this call. I so can't cool. even tell you. Now I regret tearing down the hot tub and putting a, a little studio in its place. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you got angry at the at the spiders and decided to to burn the thing to the ground? No, I mean, like I said, there was some point at which, and I truly don't remember, so it can't have been me, that I, that I remember that it was like, it's time to clean house. And the black widows were killed, and mm-hmm. the, tub, the hot tub was cleaned, and then it was turned back into a hot tub for like a brief amount of time, I want to say like six months, but it was kind of a fun six months because I was having yeah. horrible problems with my neck. So it actually was like kind of therapeutic. And then it became clear in that short period of time that, again, if you neglect a hot tub for, and I can't stress this enough, many, many years, 
probably there's going to be some degradation happening. There's going to be some leakage. So it became clear that there were so many leaks in this hot tub that it was it, it there was no way to fix it. Like a guy, the guy came out and was like, "Oh, oh no, no, I I can't <laughs> fix this. You need to shoot this and put it down." forever right. um and so you just at held that point, a pillow over the mm-hmm, hot tub i smothered space. it in the yes. most you loving sent way the hot tub to the glue factory yeah <laughs> i smothered it with a pillow over and over saying i'm the angel of death i'm the angel of death i'm the angel just of death i should have been a nurse i should have been a nurse um and then yeah and then and then now i sit where it once was but yes. i do like to think that you know on a on a winter's night when you're not, when there's not very much light, you might feel a creepy up, crawly yes. sensation of I your gotta, skin turning young because you're sitting in the <laughs> venom juice. I Ghost gotta tell style. you guys, I had a pretty extraordinary success today mm-hmm. that I had not. Look, I'm not conceited. I wasn't going to bring it up at all, but mm-hmm. since the subject has been raised. Mm-hmm. In my backyard here in Los Angeles, I do not have a hot tub, but I do have a shed. And right now in my family, I am hurtling towards losing my home office to one of my children. Mm. And so I decided I'm going to go. Do they buy a bunch of leggings that they're hoping to resell? Yeah. They're so soft. Just butter, like butter on your buns. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, so... I've been working on, you know, doing things like putting floors in in the shed, right. putting a floor mm-hmm. in the shed so that I can use that ultimately for my office. That shed and, life, they call it. Yeah. You're going to live one that of, shed life. One of the steps involved was uh, moving a bunch of uh, pavers, a bunch of step stones, you uh-huh. know, from one part of my yard to another. Now, I had thrown them in a path to the shed on the ground. And I believed in my heart that that's what you did. Like that you just put them on the ground and then the ground welcomes them. Yeah. Until they're suitably embedded in the ground. Yeah. What I found was (laughs) that what happens instead is you keep stubbing your toe on the fucking... (laughs) Sure. Yeah. So... Today, it was the afternoon. My fa- my kids were being quiet. They were playing video games or something. My dog needed to get out into the backyard. And so I put on my gardening hat and I went outside to dig holes for these pavers to go into. And I walked up to my, I got like a raised bed for my herbs and it's got a little thing next attached to it where you can put your where my trowel is or whatever you know my spade spoken like know. a true gardener yeah, yeah. my uh, my wolverine a trowel a trowel uh-huh. a trowel cozy I know what a trowel cozy is yeah talking to me and, like I don't know what a trowel cozy is and so I uh, I go there I grab the the trowel mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm gonna dig these holes and I think to myself I gotta put on my work gloves I look at my work gloves. What's in my work gloves, Janet? Yeah, that's right. Mm. Fucking spiders. Whoa. Oh. Fucking spiders are in there. In I'm fact, glad you looked. Many people don't even look. Before before I reached in yeah, there, I just I shoved thought, my hands into whatever. It's see? Gonna, that's going to be what kills me. It I have the thought. I see an opening. I shove my hand in there. I don't look. You're don't a regular Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger Joker, Jordan. Jared Leto. Heath Ledger is dead, Jesse. Oh, my oh, God. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. R.I.P. R.I.P. How dare you? I can't believe um, neither one of you would want to make out with the Heath Ledger. That felt like, I felt like on behalf of all the listeners, I was like, why oh, are okay. they, no one's saying Heath Ledger? Cesar Romero. Yeah, I guess, I mean, I'm not saying that I wouldn't want to make out with the Heath Ledger Joker. I'm just saying he wasn't the first one that came to mind. Understood. Yeah. We, can rank, we can rank the Jokers by smoochability if you want to. I don't know <laughs> if that's a better use of our time. <laughs> it's a lateral so, use of our time. Uh, look, real Batman fans know that yeah. we all want to make out with the voice of Mark Hamill. That's right. Oh, voice exactly. Of Mark. Sure, sure, sure. Exactly that, also right. That is a generation's Joker. Okay, so... So you pick up your gloves. So, for, well, first, Do you Janet, look in... I, yeah. First, I had the thought... There's my gloves. 
I wonder if they've got spiders in them. No, that's ridiculous. Spiders don't live in gloves. Oh, my friend. <laughs> then, they love them. They love gloves. I picked them up. Sure as, sure as shit. There's a bunch of fucking spiders in there, or at least one, which in my mind, <laughs> it has a, at least two spiders worth of legs, a single yeah. spider. So uh, yes. that makes it a bunch of spiders. Any Agreed. spider is a bunch of spiders. Yes. So I'm like, I can handle this. I can handle this. I can handle this. So I grab it by the finger and I slap it out on the side of the thing. I think that I'm pretty sure <laughs> the spider goes flying. <laughs> but what I find inside is something even more nightmarish than the spider itself. Um, show me egg sacs. 100, Jordan. Oh. <laughs> Everyone said egg sacs. Wow. I am yeah. the only person, and yeah. I said there were egg sacs in there. Fucking and guess gross. what the fuck I did? Threw them away. Chomped them. Got those egg sacs out of there. And you made an omelet. An egg. <laughs> you chopped up some bell peppers. <laughs> Get the pan real hot. <laughs> I got all the spider strings out of there. You know how spiders make, make strings to catch flies? Yeah. Uh -huh. You know what I'm talking about, Jordan. Uh -huh. yeah. I got all those in there. Fly catcher strings, sure. I, I took a look at the situation. You know what I said to myself? These fucking pavers aren't going to dig themselves. I better put these gloves on. Yeah. So wow. I put the motherfuckers on. Oh, Was it stickier than I wanted? Work. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I think I would have. I mean, oh, the egg sacs. That's a. That's. I mean, I've dealt with a lot of egg sacs um, in my time. Also, I have a very spidery yard. Just a very, oh, yeah. very spidery yard. I've had to make a lot of peace with an insect that I arachnid. That's an insect, still, right? I it's think not like so. its own yeah. species. Uh, that uh, a Janet, lot of, I don't lot of know. I'm I'm artsy and Jordan's a punk sure. rocker. Okay, well, don't don't correct us in the comments. Rank the jokers <laughs> by kissability in the comments. That I don't want to see. If you feel the urge to judge, go ahead and rank those jokers instead. Yeah, listen, we don't want to see bug facts in the comments. No, I don't want to look in the no. comments of this. We want to yeah. see Joker kissability rankings. Yes. Um, that being said, I've dealt with a lot of egg sacs. Yeah. I've dealt with a lot of surprise scares, a lot of jump scares oh, of yeah. picking up a small rock and then having a spider crawl across my hand. Oof, I've just I've just gotten really pretty good about that stuff. But what I do with my gloves is I don't even trust looking in or shaking them. I do both, of course. But then I pinch each finger Ooh. I just pinch it each yeah. finger hard <laughs> as my final step <laughs> you before, get the killing yes, pinch because I'm like if I didn't get it yes it will be disgusting to have my fingertip touch spider yep. guts but it will not be worse than a right. living spider and I'm sorry I listen I know there's a lot of spider lovers out there of again course. I will emphasize I do shake I do look in there I do shake it out it's not that I'm trying to kill a spider mm -hmm. but once I'm to the point where that finger's going in, like guys, when they pinch the end of a condom to make sure there's no spiders in there before I put it on. That's just practical. <laughs> oh, I add spiders, Janet. Uh, <laughs> Janet, uh, it's called <laughs> it's called the ultimate blast. What <laughs> a the, the condom is full of spiders. Oh, God. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Good for your partner. I want to apologize for, for the, the environment. listeners you've permanently lost thanks to the <laughs> road this has gone down. <laughs> Janet. That'd be funny if someone was like, okay, now I'm out. <laughs> What's you? Said you put with spiders them. in your condoms. I said, this is not as classy as I remember this show being. Goodbye and good day. Yeah. Uh, guys, Yeah. I so I mentioned that I have this shed in my backyard that I'm working on. Uh -huh. uh, I, I told my children at dinner that it was going to be a dad's club mm -hmm. for me and Ben Harrison to watch movies in. Oh, that's fun. And my middle child quickly announced what else would be happening in the dad's club. And I, I wrote it down. Oh, wonderful. Uh, Let's hear are it. Are you interested in hearing the activities? Mm -hmm. Watching Nervous? movies. Yes. Okay. All right. That's fair and safe. Doing boring work stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fair. Wearing shoes. Right. Huh. Playing Starfield. <laughs> that's like space skyrim janet just so Great. you know okay talking about mental health 
I mean, yeah, yeah, taxes. Yeah, oh, this is all yeah. classic dad shit for sure. Watching Archer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not wrong. Beard stuff. <laughs> all right, that could be a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> could be a lot of things. Uh, electricity <laughs> bills. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. This is starting to that that felt a little bit like grasping a little bit, just a little bit because sure. of also having already said taxes. But that's Seems okay. like yeah. I was I was gonna think and Jan, just yeah. you don't want to like punch up your kids or anything. That's, yeah. yeah, you know that's a weird dick move. But you can and you could probably fold taxes and electricity bill into a yeah. general category like paperwork or something. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sleeping. Mm-hmm. Dads love that. Shirts and jackets. <laughs> Beautiful. How much, what's the, what are the annual dues for the dad's club, yeah. Jesse? Yeah, that's a good question. I guess you, I, I guess you have to listen to uh, each other dad tell, tell you about their favorite Steely Dan album and why. Yeah. Or yeah, that's maybe just check it. too high a price for some. Or mental health check-ins. Yeah, or mental health check-ins. That's or why Steely Dan is good for your mental health. Right. Talking as a dad. about mental health. Talking about mental health. I mean, I, I like all that. Shirts and jackets, that sounds like you're making them, and that's cool. A couple well, of cool dads stitching yeah. <laughs> together shirts and jackets for their friends. <clears throat> I think that one and the beard one might speak to who the parent of this particular <laughs> child is, who the dad Upon whom this child has modeled their idea of what dads are like. Is. Yeah, that, that makes that makes some sense. <laughs> shoes, I like shoe, shoes on. Shoes will be on in this place. That's that I mean, was that one. the The reality is that in my home, all three of my children, and to a certain extent, my wife, have nothing but contempt for shoes. <laughs> Whereas I have nothing but shoes. <laughs> I've yeah. mortgaged Park Place so that I could buy more <laughs> shoes. This is what this brings up for me very quickly is that every time I see like a cool now I I enjoy interior design. I enjoy like, you know, um I don't I don't, I don't spend any time at all on Instagram, so I really am only speaking of like looking at a newsletter from the now defunct Domino magazine that still sort of hangs on <laughs> by sending me its old stories in email in an email <clears> newsletter <throat> that I can then click on and look at the digitized version of a magazine I once had. Uh, but every time, I mean, it is hard to find a pictorial that that if there is a woman who it's who is the homeowner, you will not find a picture of her wearing shoes. Like it mm. is. There is a very specific message being communicated in these beautiful, you know, boho chic homes where the women are wearing whatever. It's could be, you know, very earthy and Gwyneth Paltrow-y looking. It could be like, you know what? I was like, fuck it. I have an adorable sequin jumpsuit from the 70s and I threw that on for the toy. But they will almost always be barefoot. And I hmm. feel like the communication is like, look at me. I'm. This is I'm in my home. I'm I'm showing you my vulnerability. I'm down to earth. At the end of the day, no matter how nice and fancy my home is, no matter how quaffed I might look, at the end of the day, I I just have bare feet. You know what I mean? I'm right. just like you. I just have I just have feet. But I think if these were if these were vintage magazines that you're talking about, Janet, mm-hmm. if these existed in a pre-internet time, I mean, a magazine that was Maine. They were just showing yeah. feet on Maine. Yeah, have they you knew watched what that... those nasty foot freaks wanted? Maybe have you watched true. that Architectural Digest video series where Alicia Keys is giving a a tour of her uh, and uh, Swizz Beats apartment? Mm-mm. It just starts. Hi, Architectural Digest. I'm Alicia Keys, and this is Feet on Maine. <laughs> <laughs> Show uh, feet the, on Maine. It makes more the, sense now. Are you the both of you barefoot in the house? No, Me. in fact, oh, yeah. I got in trouble on Instagram. I post because you know for the put this on my Instagram presence is put this on driven my mm-hmm. menswear website and vintage store at put dot this dot on on Instagram, 
And for that reason, I am obliged by the algorithm to post outfit pics. Sure. OOTDs, outfit mm -hmm. of the day pictures. Mm -hmm. um, and it is weird and embarrassing. I still can't bring myself to have others take the picture. Uh, there's a lot of leaning my phone against something and then running backwards after checking to make sure nobody is within a block of me. Um, it's really embarrassing. <laughs> I can't begin to tell you how embarrassing it is. Um, and the other day, I realized it had been a long time since I'd posted one, and you kind of got to feed the beast for the algorithm. And so I was like, I'm wearing an all right outfit. I'm making dinner. I set it up on the kitchen counter, and I took a picture of myself. The number one comment on there was shoes in the house, question mark, exclamation mark. Oh, boy. <laughs> and then the number two was make Batman and Joker kiss. <laughs> yeah, which made a lot of sense because it would be hot. That guy's just posting under everything. Yeah. But uh, I learned this also on Judge John Hodgman. Like I mentioned that I generally wear shoes in the house, mm -hmm. which I do. Um, there's exceptions. You know, if it's raining outside or I, or I walk through mud or whatever, I, I might take my shoes off or my feet hurt or, you know, got to let the stank out. There's there's reasons. Mm -hmm. But in, in a day-to-day -day situation, I come home uh, I, I come home at, from work from the office at lunchtime. I just recorded something. I'm going to make myself some lunch. I don't change to slippers. And to people outside of a – I don't know if this may, be the, this may have been the case in Tucson, Arizona, where you're from, Janet. But in places where there's weather, this is the worst monster behavior you could ever <laughs> participate in in the history of the world. Yeah. You are talking – during a time in which my house is pretty cold, unless I really have the heat cranking, we all know how I feel about keeping something heated. Clearly, yeah. I'm super against it. Sure. Hot tubs at all. Um, so right now, as you're saying this, I'm thinking I don't wear my – I tend to take my shoes off, but Mr. Roger style, it's only to put a different something on. Like it would be – and I don't – I wouldn't say slippers. Like right now, I'm real into this Hoka comfort shoe. It's a super ugly slide that you just put on and you feel like you're floating on clouds. Um, so I'll slip on a, a sock and a, mm -hmm. and a comfort shoe and glide around. Um, but I'm not going to look askance at you for wearing your shoes. If you, you, you know yourself. If you don't feel like Janet, you're tracking something in, Everyone is forth. looking askance. Uh, right now, 90% of the people listening to this podcast are looking askance. Can you listen to scants? Because they're listening to scants right now. You can yeah, they were fine with the spider condom thing, but <laughs> this, this is a bridge. That this was is the where remainder we're, this of your listenership. It's now listeners. dropping this off. This is where we're losing the listeners. Uh, if, I go to, if I go to a house party and, the, and the, there's a pile of shoes by the door, I'm going to take off my shoes. Yeah. I'm not going to say, no, right. I won't take off my shoes. Mm -hmm. But I'll feel like a real idiot wearing an outfit and socks. Right. I'll feel like the dope of the century in an outfit and just plodding around in my socks with my with my cocktail garb. I'll tell you right now, you're not alone. Regardless of what the naysayers may say and stink up your comments i think a lot of people feel that way i don't think it's not just like you and larry david <laughs> who i assume would make the same argument i don't know because i don't watch that show but i don't think you're alone i think people go to parties and when their shoes are off in a pile they're like oh this is oh, okay like okay yeah of course, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll take my shoes off. But I, I don't think, I think a lot of people aren't just like gliding in and being like, of course, I'm, I expect, I, I thought I assumed I would take my shoes off. Of course. I don't think that's the case. I think that there are lots of people who are like, oh, I got to take my shoes off. Okay. Yeah. You know, no, I will. You know what? I will. I feel like that's common. You know what I think? This is what I think. I think if you're hosting a party and you're worried about your carpets. Don't host a party. Put down ram board. Mm. Put down that. Put down that stuff when you're doing home renovations. That like sure. temporary flooring, cardboard or paper thing. Move yeah. the party to Shakey's. 
Or move the party to Shakey's. Imagine if when you got to Shakey's. You had to take your shoes off at Shakey's. Imagine if at That's the door the to. Mr. Shakey said. Yeah. Which is the name of the founder of Shakey's. Wilbur well, Shakey. it's it's his nickname because of his alcoholism. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying there was a 50-50 chance he was going to name his pizza restaurant the DT's. <laughs> and he went with Shakey's. Exactly. Hey, uh, you guys want to? You guys want to snarf some Mojo potatoes and then come back for a little bit more? We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Every episode of Jordan Jesse Go brought to you by you, if you're a member of Maximum Fun. Maximum Fun is a membership organization, Jordan. That means that our lights are kept on by folks who become members of Maximum Fun at MaximumFun.org slash join. If you're one of those folks, we salute you. If you're not, you can go at any time. We also have the Max Fun drive around the corner. We just had a meeting. We have what they call big plans, Jordan. Mm, yes, giant, yummy, thick plans. Big, thick, girthsome plans Mm -hmm. for you. Wide plans. We're also supported this week by the folks over there at Lumi Labs. Those are the microdose people, Jordan. Oh, yeah. Microdosing. It's a lot of fun if we're talking THC, and we are, Jesse. All sorts of people are microdosing to feel healthier and perform better. It could help give you that sort of just right at peace feeling in your body like after you just took a really nice shower Mm, yes it's like a shower that you eat and it has a delicious fruit flavor the microdose gummies from lumi labs very tasty unlike some other edibles you might have had in your life they are delish and uh they don't freak you out they're nice they're chill it's just the right amount of good that's in their slogan because it's true Sorry, Jordan, I wasn't listening. I was wishing that my shower was fruit-flavored. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Your shower has to be water-flavored, but you know what doesn't have to be water-flavored? Your THC microdose gummies. That's why you're going to call the folks at Lumi Labs. Here's what you do. You're going to get 30% off your first order, plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Promo code JJGO. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com, promo code JJGO for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com, promo code JJGO. We're also supported this week by the folks at nuts.com, and we are always thrilled to be supported by the folks at nuts.com because that means we get to eat some of their delicious treats. Cashews, almonds, pecans, pistachios, dried mango, crystallized ginger, dates, jelly beans, jawbreakers, root beer barrels. The variety is vast at nuts.com. Here's the thing that blows my mind about nuts.com. Okay, tell me. I mentioned this on the show before, but it is genuinely awe-inspiring to me. If you get popcorn from from nuts.com or you get nuts from nuts.com, pecans or pistachios or whatever. They are popped or roasted the day they ship. Yeah. That means that they, they pop, 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 put them in the mail so that you get them fresh and ready. Yeah. You really do taste the difference between the stuff you get at nuts.com and just like a bag of nuts you're going to grab at the grocery store. They're totally fresh. They're totally delicious. Uh, Everything I've had from nuts.com has been awesome. Uh, Me and Jesse, we're both big old fans of those bourbon pecans. Throw a bunch of stuff on your order, but do not sleep on those bourbon pecans. So, so good. Right now, Nuts.com is offering new customers a free gift with purchase and free shipping on orders of $29 or more at Nuts.com slash JJGo. So go check out all the delicious options at Nuts.com slash JJGo. You'll receive a free gift and free shipping when you spend $29 or more. That's Nuts.com slash JJGo. 
We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, president and founder of Dad Club. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Janet Varney, Leaves of Three. <laughs> let her be let her be <laughs> that's how i tell people i'm in a dangerous mood how are you leaves of leaves three, of three. Oh, we're gonna i'll let oh you know what i'll oh, stop yeah. back by later i'm not gonna wear shorts around janet mm-hmm. <laughs> there's so much of her just sort of like acting odd in the movie i might even have watched half of this movie yeah talking about poison talking about uma thurman's poison ivy yeah she's just sort of acting weird it doesn't it, they don't really give her anything to do, but she's yeah. on screen a lot. It's really weird. That sounds right. But again, I mean, I couldn't tell you when I saw it, why I saw it, how I saw it, whether I had the sound on. <laughs> the whole thing has the aesthetic quality of a Disney Channel movie. Mm. Is Nicole Kidman in that one? Or is that a different one? Nicole Kidman's forever, I think. Yeah. Right? Matt's nodding? Thank yes, you. Yeah, that's right. Okay, got it. Anyway. This is I mean, remember the Batman It seemed like a good movies. idea. George Clooney is Batman. It seemed <laughs> sure. like a good idea. Sure. Let him have another crack at it. That's I'd what I'm saying. Another, let him have another butt crack at it. Yeah. Thanks, Janet. <laughs> Ooh, Clooney. You got it. That was, that was Clooney's actual crack length, by See? the way. If you look at the if you look at that movie, that is the actual length. Don't all gentlemen crack. know when they get measured for a suit, they have to be able to give their crack length? <laughs> right. You don't want to get that wrong. You don't want to get the inseam wrong. Right. You know, I could see a pretty good Batman movie with Clooney's crack and Jared Leto shoving something in there. I'd love to see that. Great. And then they kiss, finally, at the end, and everyone on the internet's happy. Make no them. One, make them. Someone make them. them. Make they them. don't do it. <laughs> they don't Joel do it Schumacher, voluntarily. Make them kiss. Wait, make them I know kiss. This, is, this is like a, a small thing to need to parse out, but w- remind me, was it make Batman kiss the Joker, or was it make the two of them kiss? Make Batman kiss the Joker. Okay, all right. What a fucking bummer it would be for Batman if he misread the moment. Yeah. <laughs> We've all, the Joker was like, all, I was reaching up because you have a fuzz on your face. Right. What, oh, were you, what there, are you buddy. doing? <laughs> jeez. I lean in to help you. Oh, jeez, he yeah. says. You know the Joker would laugh at him, too. Oh, yeah. Like I love well, now don't rush to move. conclusions. <laughs> I just I don't, don't like you be. like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're great. <laughs> I just got out of a thing and... <laughs> I'm working on me. It's true that we don't get to hear him laugh awkwardly often enough, like when he's just trying to fill an awkward moment. Right. Like, <laughs> this is weird. Right. Somebody tells a story, and you can tell that they think the story's funny, but it's kind of more of a bummer. And then <laughs> yeah. Joe goes, oh, yeah. Great. So what happened with the egg sacks? Sure. Oh, well, gotta go. Yeah. I'm just gonna put my shoes on and leave. I like this guy. I like this Joker. My Joker is very similar to my Crypt Keeper. Can you imagine? Boys and ghouls. Can you imagine how long it would take the Batman to relace those shoes that he wears? Oh, boy, yeah. I guess they do have a lot of... Is that are they always real laced or is that a specific Batman? I feel like sometimes it's just like a black molded form. Well, like think the butt about this, part. Janet. Think about the Joker's shoes. Mm. These things are like two feet long. You know the shoes Ooh, these people that's wear. That's a good yeah. point. They're like clown, clown shoes. Yeah. Yeah, Congress people and such. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, Dudesbury. <laughs> <laughs> Rope it in, Dudesbury. <laughs> Um, hey, uh, we got somebody call, called in a prank. Speaking of dastardly jokes and japes. Yeah. Matt said this one's totally twisted. Okay. Yeah, please we asked listeners. Please don't be spider related. Oh, yeah, that would be awful because we just talked about spiders and I think people are getting tired of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we uh, Last week we called for prank ideas. I think it was specifically pranks to play on a dentist. I don't know. If it wasn't, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> if it down. wasn't, who cares? <laughs> on, literally, what, what, what is this? Who cares what it is? We're just I, saying stuff. I got thought of a great idea just now, Jordan. Oh, yeah? Can I run this by you? Sure. You go to the dentist and you smile. Mm-hmm. 
And it looks like you have unbelievable, like Janet Varney level teeth. Yeah. Great choppers. Like premium choppers. Great choppers. Choppers. But then the the dentist here is like, and you spit out photorealistic strips with pictures of teeth on it. And all you got behind him is gums. And you go, that'd be funny. That'd be really funny. Yeah. That fucking that, that fucking dentist would have egg on his face, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> what do you even want me to clean? He'd say, "Yeah, put fluoride in the gums." Yeah, top say. that, listener. Yeah. Let's see if your prank this is even near as good as that yeah. spontaneous one that Jesse just came up with. This listener's prank is probably shit compared to that. Go ahead, play it, Matt. <laughs> Hi, Jordan, Jesse, Matt, and guest, which I'm going to guess is Dr. Dre. Nope, nope. Close. I take that back. It's so Ice Cube. Close. Ice Cube. Oh, so even this closer. Bill from, uh, just Can you pause Seattle. it for a second, you guys Matt? Are actually, Ben asked for. I think Ice Cube is also a good example of a rapper who should have taken a second run at it, name wise. Mm. Like Ice Cubes are cold. I, they're cool. I get it, right? You know. But I mean, even just Cube would be better. You're, yeah, you're right. Ice would be better. My rap name is Pebble Ice. Practical jokes uh, or ideas for practical jokes. So I've got one. This requires two people. So the first person um, gets a job. They get trained and they get a job as a dental hygienist. And they go to yeah. work for a dentist. And then once they're firmly established, you schedule yourself as a patient. So you go in for a cleaning. Then once you're in for the in there for the cleaning uh, the hygienist does their thing and then when the dentist comes in the hygienist locks the door and you subdue the dentist with the anesthesia so that the dentist is completely knocked out and then you you take all of his teeth out and then you leave and when the dentist wakes up he's got no teeth so it's a dentist with <laughs> Similar. no teeth, and uh, I think yeah. that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good practical joke. Love There's you guys. Teeth. Bye. That's good, but I'm going to be honest with you. That would be a pretty good hook for a dentist. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Like don't, I don't know if his like, business I is thriving beforehand, people. but yeah. Like I don't let what happened to me happen to you. You know. I it's think, kind of a scared I mean, straight yeah. kind of thing. I feel like. Once you become a dental hygienist, what you're not planning on, if you're the other half of that prank, is the indoctrination that's going to happen. And by the time you're ready to play that prank, that hygienist is going to be like, I can't do it. I took a vow. Yeah. <laughs> I know this all started seven years ago as a con. I don't know how long it takes to go through hygienist school. Right. It started as a con, but now I seven love the game months. too much. I'm inside of this thing. Right. And that's my primary concern can and i, I love you, a long con yeah this is kind of a donnie brasco is what you're <laughs> positing mm -hmm. uh-huh it's a real uh the departed this is yes it's quite the quite the departed janet what other vows mm. would mm -hmm. you say are taken mm -hmm. at a technical college it's a great question um, Aircraft I, repair. Yeah. HVAC. I think uh, one vow would be like, always have a different story for why you're missing one of your fingers. <laughs> because I did have, yep. I think I had two back-to-back -back shop teachers at the two universities that I went to for theater stuff. I Both of, each one of them was missing part of a finger from using the, the saw, the table saw. Um, but I feel like that's a thing that comes up a lot is for like people who work with their hands and then their accidents, they feel like the true story of just like being careless and chopping their finger off is to, is a dull tale. And so I think from that issue, a lot of uh, fun, hokey, fake stories. So I would assume that you take some sort of a vow if you're actually in technical school. What about cosmetology? I mean, cosmetologists go to go to the technical school obviously right. dental hygienists take the the f first pull no teeth out mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> at cosmetology school it's, it's not do no parm it's do no perm 
Yeah, you're right. Not always. That has to be a place where the rules can right. can adapt to the times. Mm-hmm. First, do no perm. Do no perm. Why do I even like this? <laughs> I like it so much. First, do no perm. I feel like this is a this this is a string of the jokes that get progressively worse for, because that was a gem and a beauty. But if it's like a yeah, you know a a. a experimental Italian restaurant, your vows first do no parm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we can really unpack this in a way that none of us will feel it's good about. It's not an Italian restaurant <laughs> I want to go to, Janet, by the way. Well, to each their own, you do know what yes, I mean? Do yes parm. Capiche? Which is my... <laughs> Janet, before we go, I wanted to ask, when, as someone who grew up in Arizona, did you have to deal with scorpions? Yeah, I mean, I saw. I, I've only seen a couple of scorpions, but apparently, when I was a toddler, uh, my dad said that I like bent down. He was across the room, and he saw me sort of bend down near the back door inside the house to pick up what he thought was like a crumpled leaf, like a little curled up mm. leaf, and then sort of he just saw it kind of move and he's like, I've never moved. So it was one of those stories. Like I lifted up a car to save your life. Right. He qu- he's like, I've never moved so fast as when I realized it was a scorpion <laughs> that was like poised to strike. Right. I and I scooped a scorpion you up on the roof. And, uh-huh. <laughs> and he wrestled that scorpion. Um, yeah. So, uh, but I, but I don't remember that, but one of my best friends um, was stung by a scorpion on two different occasions, two different scorpions o- across time uh, at her, her house, her parents' house, because they were, uh, they lived in the middle of the desert and they just left their doors open. Like they were just very, Yeah. I mean, I don't want to give artsy a bad name because I consider myself artsy, but that doesn't translate <laughs> to the idea of like what, what is in the right. desert. She was also uh, bitten by a uh, uh, brown recluse. Oh my god! I think well, also that, in her bed, and listen, it's like in a wheelchair. Artsy's dipping your own <laughs> candles. This time. is just irresponsible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, is Arizona the same as Australia? Yeah, pretty much. If it's a, de- I would say if it's a desert, there's just a lot of stuff in there that uh, right. it's just it's just trying to protect itself. Probably For more, some reason, it has yeah. to be even more lethal than I think, or unless it's a very lush jungle. I feel like those are the two extreme climates where it's like, oh, that frog will kill you if you look at it. <laughs> For some reason, Arizona, our most poisonous state. Yeah. And yeah. our most delicious iced tea. That's right. Uh, sure. Well, yeah. at least our most vol- voluminous iced tea <laughs> for right. 99 cents. Sure, yeah. Try and get more refreshed for 99 Try. cents. I fucking dare you. <laughs> uh, if you have a good prank that you could play on the dentist, or you just saw it on, I read it on the internet. Mm hmm. If you have a particularly magical Reddit post that you'd like to share with us, give us a call, 206-984-4FUN, or just record a voice memo and email it to us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. My name's Doug Duguay, and I'm here to talk about my podcast in the middle of the one you're listening to. It's called Valley Heat, and it's about my neighborhood, the Burbank Rancho Equestrian District, the center of the world when it comes to foosball, frisbee golf, and high-speed freeway roller skating. And there's been a Jaguar parked outside on my curb for 10 months. I have no idea who owns it. I have a feeling it's related to the drug drop that was happening in my garbage can a little over a year ago. And if this has been a boring commercial, imagine 45 minutes of it. Okay, Valley Heat. It's on every month on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Check it out, but honestly, skip it. These are the These chronicles, are the chronicles of the Rancho Equestrian District, District in Burbank, Burbank, California. California. These are the events, the events taking place, place in my house, around my house. Hello, sleepyheads. Sleeping with Celebrities is your podcast pillow pal. We talk to remarkable people about unremarkable topics all to help you slow down your brain and drift off to sleep. For instance, we have the remarkable Neil Gaiman. I'd always had a vague interest in live culture, food preparation. Sleeping with Celebrities, hosted by me, John Moe, on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Night-night. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. 
I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Janet Varney, cube ice. <laughs> well, Janet, it's always a joy to see you. Same. Um, I would brave any scorpion to see the great Janet Varney <laughs> and, her, and her legendary jumpers. <laughs> well, then I have a prank for you, my friend. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, Janet's Whoa! a scorpion. <laughs> scorpion, How, did, how did she get them here in our separate homes? That's right. The long game. Yeah, always. Always. Uh, Janet, you got anybody cool coming up on the JV Club? Uh, I or well, recently appearing on the program. Yeah, I mean, I, I there are uh, there were a couple of folks that I had not yet had on the program as we uh, edge towards uh, a little bit of, a, a little bit of a drive. I like to call Max Fun Drive. Um, mm-hmm. Was very excited to have uh, Brea on from uh, Reading Glasses. Hey, Going right. to be welcoming Mallory on uh, probably by the time this airs because it's I'm recording her this upcoming week. They're the um, best. And yeah, just uh, always excited to um, celebrate some some Max Funsters on the podcast. Always excited to celebrate Janet Varney and the JV Club. If you want to hear painful tales of adolescence from some of Hollywood's best and brightest. That's that's the place to head, as far as I'm concerned. I will also mention, by the way, Jordan, while we are shining light on uh, Max Fun Podcast, we just added a few podcasts to Maximum Fun, some really great ones. Uh, our friend John Luke, a longtime writer for uh, uh, for for International Waters at All, has a new podcast. Oh, um, I did but- some little bits on that. Those will be airing soon at some point. It's really really funny show. I I want to I want to plug because I I was uh, I personally recruited this podcast to Maximum Fun, uh, a show called Valley Heat, where there's a lot of Burbank talk on Jordan Jesse Go, <laughs> and I I like to think that when we talk about Burbank, we talk about it in a way that has meaning to people who have never been to Burbank and know nothing about it because I've barely been to Burbank and I certainly know nothing about it. Valley Heat is like a, it is a sort of community radio show for a particular neighborhood in Burbank, specifically the one where you can ride horses around that we've often talked Mm -hmm. about on this show. It has nothing to do with Burbank, functionally speaking. Uh, it is one of the most beautiful and hilarious comedy podcasts in existence. I know so, so many Hollywood bigwigs have uh, plugged it. I, there was a big Twitter thread from Patton Oswalt about how it was his favorite thing. Um, so go listen to Valley Heat. I think you'll really like it. Go listen to the JV Club. I think you'll really like it. Um, go check out all the new shows from Maximum Fun and... Uh, We'll get Christian, the creator of the show on Jordan Jesse Go sometime soon. But uh, anyway, that's all. Janet, what a joy. Thank you very much. You're the best. Thanks for having me. Our producer is Matt Lieb. Our theme music is Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Our thanks to both of them. You can find us on social media at put.this.on and at Jordan David Morris on Instagram at facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. And soon on Instagram for the show. Uh, yeah, that's okay. That's all. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Maximum Fun, a worker owned network of artist owned shows. Supported directly by you.